trying to be doing that bullshit. bullshit, bullshit. Welcome back to BS with Brian Simpson. Um, don't forget to go to my link tree or BrianSimpsonComedy.com and uh, click on them tour dates, baby. You still gotta sell out. Um, the tour is up. I'm coming everywhere. If you don't see your city, I'm gonna be there. Probably. Or whatever. Um, yeah. We got all kind of shit coming up. Never was a joke festival. But right now, we're doing the podcast. Let's go. Where it's like, I, heard, I remember a case from like five or six years ago um, in Texas where a dude was exonerated after serving a long ass sentence. And then the judge was like, like, there's some weird statute or law where it's like, we still can't let you out today. Like, because because and 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 because it's what something. This? I want to find this. Give me, uh, give me some, give me some keywords here. Um, Texas, Texas. Um, a guy was exonerated, but he could he he still had to stay in prison. Wow. Okay. This is fuck Ben uh, Benjamin Spencer, another man running away from the scene. Their testimony helped send them to prison, but with Spencer guilty, he maintains his innocence. A trial judge even declared Spencer innocent and concluded the evidence that put him behind bars was falling apart. That was 10 years ago. A higher court ruled that was not enough to warrant a new trial, and Spencer remains in a maximum security prison. That's absurd. Benjamin Spencer. He was 22 22 years old in 1987, and he was arrested for murder. Yeah, man, they'll just just keep people in prison. They don't give a shit. Especially in Texas. And then then even... Even I think this was here in California recently. I've read about a guy that was he was found innocent. Um, maybe it wasn't California, but he was found in, he was found innocent of like a, a it was a murder or a rape. He was found innocent or found he was exonerated. Exonerated, yeah. After a long fucking time, mm-hmm. and you saw him get walked out of court with the press, but they were like, he has to go back to prison to out process to do paperwork. I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. If if you if you've been in prison for 20, 30 years for something you didn't do, you should be able to walk the fuck out of the courtroom immediately. S- yeah, dude, do send somebody to my house to do the paperwork. Why the fuck I gotta go back to prison to do paperwork? <laughs> do some cartwheels out the paperwork. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Sorry, dude. This is this. See, society is run. This I learned this in the military is, um, because I I forget. You know how like the so the the the, the military had a um. Uh, the, the Marine Corps had like a like a they call it the, the Commandant's Reading List, you know. And if you read books on the on the on the list, you you got extra points towards promotion. If you read the book and do, did a report and like turned it in, you got extra points. So you were incentivized to read the, whatever the books the Commandant recommended. And one of them I read was by um, Ulysses, Ulysses S. Grant, I think. Was this was this list? This list was not standard throughout the branch it was just it was for the individual no it's through the whole marine Corps. the commandant the commandant's the high the big the biggest dog okay so he's the one even though i'm not sure if the commandant outranks the um because because like there's there's all there's the generals that all go to the pentagon maybe it's, maybe it is him okay that's like i forget what they call it the joint chiefs of staff joint chiefs of staff yeah the... so i'm not sure if if that's a different person, I don't remember if it's a different person or if he outranks him. The, but the commandant is the highest rank within specifically the, the Marine, Marine Corps. Corps. Yeah, like the Marine Corps has a commandant, the Army has whatever they call their guy, mm-hmm. and so on. 
So, but so anyway, <clears throat> Ulysses S. Grant. You look up this quote by Ulysses S. Grant. It's he, he, he says the word automatons in the quote, but he but I didn't have language for what this for this phenomenon before I read this book. Um, but the gist of it is just that he talks about how there's no place in the military for people that mindlessly follow the rules. You know, because you're not a robot. You, you know, it's like you still have to use your common sense and wherewithal. The rules are every rule is just a guideline. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it's, that that was the point of, of 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 that he was trying to make in this particular situation is that like, but there's some people that like they're so stupid, or they operate from such a place of like strong fear that all they have is the rules. So even when the rules don't make sense, they still follow the rule because it's safe because it, because they, they can never be faulted for just following the rule, you know? And that's how you ended up with people saying dumb shit like this, where it's like this man was wrongfully imprisoned for 30 plus years. And you're telling him he has to go back to prison to do paperwork. It's like, just think about, just think about how fucking ridiculous that is. But there's someone somewhere that's like, well, sorry, it's out of my hands. It's the rules. It's like, no, what the, the, it's like the judge can order anything to happen that they want. You know what I mean? It, 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 you can challenge it later, or but no one's going to appeal. The judge will be like, this man ain't going back no motherfucking way. He's going home, and then you bring the paperwork. That's what I would do if I was a judge. What I, what I don't like about it is that the rules should be there to protect individuals from institutions, not institutions from individuals. So right. I like rules when it's, no, 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 you don't, you know, a police officer tries to uh, search your vehicle without, without, uh, tries to initiate an illegal search or seizure of your vehicle, right? right? Obviously, we need rules against that, and they need to be enforced to the yeah. letter of the law to protect us from the police. But, but yeah, right, right. But. It shouldn't be the other way around when it's like, no, 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 you need to go back to jail to fill out uh, a 1099. Because like, then, look, I encountered a lot of people like this in the military. I guarantee you, this man, and I fucking wish I could remember his name. This just happened, like, a few months ago. But he, I guarantee you, okay, he's had, he has to go back to prison to do paperwork. I guarantee you that some officer along the way was like, I still got to cuff you. You know, you're, t- yeah. you're, you're technically still a prisoner. I got a cuff. It's like, you know, this man is, is innocent. You ain't got to cuff him. You know, you don't. No, you don't. But you're going to because it's the rules. It's, a, it's our policy. Right, right. It's, it's like policy. anytime that's your reason, you're full of shit. It, you, you, you know, it's like because if you don't understand the. If you don't understand the spirit of the rule, mm-hmm. the spirit of the rule of the justice system is. That's what matters. It's like, what, what were we going for here? Because you got to understand, too, a lot of times rules and laws and regulations are put in a place by people that aren't around anymore that, d- that don't, d- didn't have a grasp of how the world operates now. They don't, yeah. you know, they, they don't know, you know, it's like, the, that's why I hate when people go, the founding fathers, the fa- the, the fa- none of them knew what an iPhone was. None of them knew what the internet was. You know what I'm saying? None of them knew any of that. So the world, it's a different world. You can't just blindly. I think you, you have to go with like, okay, what, here's a perfect example, illegal search and seizures, right? And the, the thing they're going to now, cause, cause I, and I don't understand the real, the legal shit behind it, but you do not 
have to give the police the code to your phone. Correct. But if your phone unlocks with a fingerprint, you have to give them that. Like they they can take your finger and put it on there. Yeah, that that is a um that is currently being fought by the ACLU. Well, it right should now. be because yeah. that's ridiculous, right? But my point is, is the you know the the illegal search and seizure thing. The what what was intended? What 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 were we trying to protect people from? It it was obviously this sort of thing. It's like you should the institution shouldn't have access to my shit that I have gone out of my way to make inaccessible. It this is no different than a safe. It's a digital safe. I don't have to give you the combination to my fucking safe. And I think the argument they tried to make was that, well, well a combination or a password is, is, uh, well, it, it shows how, it shows how the, the legal argument for a lot of these things predates the technology that we exactly, rely on exactly. today. They try, well, they try to make the argument that a, pa- a, 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 a combination is a password. That's knowledge. That's knowledge up here that you don't have to give me. But your fingerprint is like a key. It's like me finding the key right here. I, I'm perfectly well using that. But it's like, no, my fingerprint isn't a key. Right. You know, but now they, but they, but now they got friend. They got stuff where they got phones with uh, what uh, my favorite YouTube tech channel person, Flossie Carter, calls thought protection. So they got phones where depending on which thumb you open it up with, it'll it'll be it'll open up to it'll show different shit. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. If you know, if you if you a scumbag, like he says, if you on the scumbag patrol. Um, yes, but yeah, but the, we we need we need laws that protect scumbags to protect regular ass citizens. Yeah, but some some people don't. You know, people are so uh, short sighted when it comes to those sorts of things. Like, um, I use the same example all the time, but like when it when. <clears throat> When it came to banning Trump from Twitter mm-hmm. and everybody was all for it, you know what I'm saying? Because they were like, well, it's a private company. It's like, and that's such a, that's such a pussy excuse to, to because what, what you won't admit is that it's because it's someone you don't like that it's happening to. Right. You don't want private companies to be able to do whatever they're allowed to do, or whatever they're legally, or they're legally allowed. It's like, yeah, okay. It's a lot of scumbag shit that companies are doing that they're legally allowed to do. Right. You're not for that. That can't be your reason. That can't be your reasoning. Right, because it's like, what if what if Twitter decided to ban uh, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine? You oh you would you you wouldn't have that same energy, right? You would not. It's like you, but it's like you you. Some people are just worried; they just live in the moment, and they they don't understand that when you set a precedent, when you give up power, you never get it back. You don't get the later on go. Oh well, 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 I, well, I, well, I, well I didn't want nobody to be able to do that. You know, it's like. Well, now, well, now you don't get to pick and choose. You don't get. To, it's, it's like you don't want the president. The reason you don't want the president to have certain powers is because you don't want the next president to have that power. But we, but we, we become we like. I think sometimes we become fans of the, of the person, and we don't realize that that the person and the office are separate entities. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like so. It's like people are like, oh, I'm all about giving the president universal power when they're doing what I want. Right, you know, right. it's like it's like yeah, well, do something, sign a. Because you know that's why Obama was very careful about certain shit. Because like if I if I do this with a stroke of a pen, and I cross the line in the stuff that the president shouldn't be able to get away with, then that gives the next president the same power. And it, and I'm on my second term, and it ain't gonna be me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could be the other side. And that's why that's why when you know as soon as Trump came in office, 
he immediately started undoing all that shit that Obama did with, with the pen. Well, here, here's my question about that, though. I've heard that argument in regards to, let's say, packing the Supreme Court, right? Mm-hmm. So the Supreme Court is not, has not always been nine uh, justices. Mm-hmm. It has been expanded in the past. Uh, FDR expanded it most famously uh, in order to push through the New Deal, partially. Um, and the part of the argument from even people on the left against Biden or the Democrats packing the court and adding additional seats so they can appoint for life left-wing judges is, well, then the right wing, when they get in power, they'll do the same thing. The counter argument to that is, well, there's nothing stopping them from doing that anyway. So if you have... If you're Obama and you have the opportunity to sign executive orders and push the envelope as far as what the president is allowed to do, shouldn't you take that opportunity? Because it's not like your restraint is a restraint on the person who comes after you. Well, I, I think that there is, there's a nuanced difference mm-hmm. there. and Because one is the Supreme Court is still... Everything still has to be voted. You know what I mean? Sure. Biden could he could, Biden could agree to sign it, but it still has to go through Congress, and they still they still have to get the same the right amount of votes and all of that other stuff. It doesn't necessarily undermine democracy, but giving one person unilateral discretion is insane. It's it's almost like it's like it's like the um, remember the War Powers Act? Yeah. Everyone was all about that war, thinking it was temporary, just until the dangers passed. Blah blah. blah. And we were, and we've been at war since I was since I turned an adult. Yeah. You know that war lasted. It's still going on, kind of technically. We're still in Iraq. And, uh, there's still troops there and everything, but it's like it lasted twenty something years. No one saw that coming. It, it was like it's like, and there were and there've been three presidents since then. Right. And or there's or I guess no no the. There's been two presidents since then. Or I guess no, Biden's the third, right? It was yeah. It was Bush, then Bush, Obama, Obama Trump, Trump, Biden. Biden. Okay, yeah. So it's like that that's what I'm worried about. It's like just giving giving a person or a or an entity discretion without giving them the ability to bypass the process and just do whatever they want. But now I will say the counter argument to that is that there are there are upsides to dictatorship type powers, right? Yeah, because because like, you know, like in in America, let's say a meteor was headed towards Earth, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we had we had two years till it got here to do something about it they would spend a year of it in meetings and committees and all that to make sure they would play the same politic political games oh instead of and, and you know what you know what they'd be doing in china in russia and and where, whichever other place has a fucking dictator they would be fucking whatever he was saying to do Right, you know, they'll be taking action. Well, that, that's what that's what "Don't Look Up" is about, right? Yeah. That movie. Yeah, but the downside is, it's like it's like the upside to having one person in charge of everything is that they can take immediate action, yes. and if they're benevolent and smart and wise, it'll be a golden age. 
But the problem is when they're followed up by someone that's a fucking idiot or irrational or uh, or wrong, just plain wrong, then it then it 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 goes all the way the fuck back the other way. I mean that's why that's why they thought that's how they sat down and thought through American democracy. It moves slow on purpose, but and I guess that's why everything's so polarized now because we, the world is so much more fast paced than Congress is able to keep up. You know. Yeah, that's true. I I. It, it... Going back to the military thing, you know, you have rules and regulations about a chain of command, and part of the reason for that is in a war, you have very quickly developing situations, and you don't want some guy who just got here to second guess what the commanding officer is telling them to do, but you still, as a soldier, have the right to refuse orders and the duty, right? To refuse orders that you believe are no, it don't no. matter what you believe. You you only have the right to refuse unlawful orders. Okay, but <laughs> they don't they don't define unlawful. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like because because there's there is a gray area. I mean, th- there are things that are obviously unlawful. Like if he was like Simpson, you know, shoot that motherfucker in the head. You know what I mean? Right. It's like that's that's definitely not lawful. You know, or if, or, if the, or he's like, hey, go back there and suck the lieutenant's dick. It's like, right. that's definitely against the law. You know what I mean? But they, because you, you got to understand, too, is like by the time you reach cer- a certain rank, enlisted or officer, you, it, you're you a politician. You're just as much a politician as you are a soldier or a Marine or or an airman or whatever. Because, and so they've, by the time you get that high, you've learned how to, word things in such a way only the dumbest motherfucker would really give you an obviously unlawful order you know what i mean they would they right. would they would give you a suggestion or they would uh imply certain things but they would be very careful to make sure that the words they're actually saying leaves them with enough plausible deniability yeah, you know, so it's like no one, no one, because no one could go that high without being at least a little savvy in that department. So it's like, you know, take perfect example. Um, uh, what was the what was the Abu Ghraib? Was that the prison that we yes tortured people in? Yeah, you notice how no officers were in trouble, no high ranking right. officials right. got it. Right. Right. Only the only, and and I guarantee you, there's no listen to when I tell you. There's no fucking way that they were not aware at the highest rank of what was going on in there. There's oh, no course. way they that they it, that they weren't at least a little aware of it. And there's no way that there were zero people above the rank of sergeant or or staff sergeant that didn't know what the fuck was going on. You know what I mean? And even encouraged it or suggested it. But there's no paperwork ordering it. There's definitely no recording of them ordering it. And none of them got in trouble. Like, that's how it works. It's right. Like, it's like, yeah, this, I remember, um, you know, perfect example. I remember when we, th- this is part of a longer story that's actually hilarious. But I remember getting the order from, so, <clears throat> so I was in a, I was in a, um, I don't want to make the story too long, 
but I, so I, I was I was basically in a unit that that I was in the smaller version of a bigger unit. We had a mini one and a big one, right? And so we shared all the same tools and equipment and stuff like that. And um, and I remember finding out that we were going over the border. We were in Kuwait. We were going to go over the border, and and because we all had to. Like, we were stationed in two different places, but we all had to put our gear all together to have it shipped over there. And in that process, the bigger unit took a bunch of little shit from us to make sure that they passed their inspections or whatever the fuck it was. And when we got over there and found out that we was the ones going over the border, we had to fucking steal it back. And we stole a little extra. Right? But now keep in mind, we were not ordered to steal these things. But what we were ordered to do was to make sure the gear was 100% ready to go. Yes. And like, but sir, we're missing this, 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 and that. Well, listen, all I'm saying <laughs> is that we're leaving at 0600 hours. And all I'm saying is that the gear better be ready. Right. Now, he knows that the only way the shit's going to be ready is if we steal shit. Right. But he would never say, go steal shit. Right. But he knows that's what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's exactly what happened. And he was well aware. You, you feel what I'm saying? But right. But if anything ever went down. Oh, but yeah, if we, if we had gotten caught, he would have been like, I didn't fucking tell you to go. Why would you, you fucking idiot? Why would you go steal? You're a Marine. Don't you have a tech? It would be that. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's, How dare you besmirch yeah, the yeah, reputation yeah. How, of this court? <laughs> right, right. You, you, this is conduct unbecoming. It would have been that whole song and dance. And that's how you play the game. It's like in uh, yeah. A Few Good Men, right? Yeah. Where it, that, that's the whole thing of it's like, try, it's like, they try to play it off like, oh, this was just a spontaneous yeah. decision by this small group it's of like, It soldiers. irritates me. That's why it's so hard for me to be on set and stuff. Because Hollywood, it's because it's the same way everywhere. It's just the military is more serious. But people people that operate out of fear, they're, they're the source of, of everyone's frustration, you know? It's like that's why the, that's why they'll have you on a they'll have you on a set at six thirty a.m. knowing damn well you ain't gonna do shit till noon, right? Because someone is a someone's afraid. Look, I remember being. Um, well, they can waste they can waste hours of your time, mm -hmm. and that's fine. You you're supposed to be there when you're supposed to be there, or whatever. You go you're there whenever the call sheet says. But if you if they tell you to come at noon and then they need you at eleven. And you've wasted an hour of the set's time, and it's their fault. Then they're fired. Maybe, but when's that ever happened? Oh, it's happened. Okay. Oh, it's happened. Or here's a better example. Then I saw somebody get fired one time off of. Remember DVD on TV? No. It is a terrible, terrible, terrible show. Uh, used to be hosted by Dave Holmes. Anyway, I, I I did like one day on that set one time just to help them do blocking and stuff like that, and I saw somebody get their ass fired. For basically that exact thing, where they were ready for somebody, and the person who put together the call sheet, which I guess is the script supervisor on that show, uh, had had put down had they were they were not going to be there for another hour, and that person got fired like on the spot. Yeah, but I, I still don't think it was that person's fault. Oh yeah, maybe I, not. I, I th oh, I sure. Think it's, I think it's the fact that the <clears throat> and and uh, you know I, I I don't know maybe that was the tenth time they fucked up. I have no idea. Yeah, but but I think. I think the the television and film industry has been no one wants to rock the boat, but it's hella inefficient. Yeah. And 
and and if you if they were to bring in like because I'm surprised none of the networks have done this, but if they were to bring in like efficiency experts just to observe and tell you like all the ways in which because because the, there's no logical reason why you can't know exactly when someone needs to be on set, why you can't plan out and have it be exact. It, you know, but it's just this is the way things have, have always been done. No one wants to change anything because no one wants to try something new and rock the boat. You know, yeah. It's, it's just like I, I was just recently working with people. I, I think like this, it, the dude was an intern, and he in, and he invented a a a thing a, like a um a script writing program that's better than you know whatever old shit everybody else was using it was a way for them like for writers rooms to like collaborate but have the format of the script stay the same and it does all these other things right, right, right. convenient and when he first did it no er, no one was on board you know he he slowly convinced one person to try it and two people to try it, and now it's spreading through the industry i guarantee you by in 5 years everyone will be using it wow but but it was like no one wanted to do they like ah, we have always we have this program from 96 that everyone knows how to use <laughs> you know what i'm saying or even like, <clears throat> so you watched my special, right, on Netflix? Yeah. Season three of the stand-ups, episode one. Um, uh, uh, myself, Gave Mark Norman, Naomi Abkarian, uh, um, uh, Janelle James, Melissa Villasenor, and Dusty Slay. Very funny stuff. But anyway, <clears throat> we the day we filmed the intro, so if you see the, if you see the intro to it, we're all sitting in like a uh, like a like a lounge, like a jazz lounge, and we're all drink. There's like you know whiskey or whatever, right? And when we first when we filmed that, I remember um, us all just being in the room, and I don't know who the fuck it was, but somebody was like, uh, "So yeah, would you guys like a drink?" And we were like, "Oh hell yeah! What do you want? What do you want? Whiskey, whiskey, tequila, whiskey, tequila." And this motherfucker came back and handed me a glass of apple juice. He, he he asked me if I wanted a drink. I said, yes. He said, what you drinking? I said, whiskey. He brought back apple juice because he was afraid that he wasn't allowed to give me real alcohol. Right? He gave you apple he juice. He gave me apple juice. And here's the thing. No one told him to give us apple juice. But he, it, it, but that's what I mean. And then what's so funny is, is it, it, I'm, I'm telling, later I'm telling this story to the person that was in charge of everything. And they were like, what? <laughs> they brought you not real whiskey? I'm like, yes! But that's what I mean, is it's like, the, the, the people, the, usually the people at the top are not being unreasonable. They, they can be unreasonable when they're dumb. But, mm-hmm. but it's the people in the middle operating from fear that makes shit unreasonable. You know, mm-hmm. it's the reason why, like, I, like I'll never forget, the, another, the whole thing in the military was, you know, be 15 minutes early for everything. Right. If you're not 15 minutes early, you late. Right. right. But th- so then it's like the general would be like, you know, I, I want I, I'm going to start the, the damn thing at uh, at uh, at 8 a.m. You know what I'm saying? So have everybody out there at 745. And then the person under him would go have all your people here at 730. And the person under him would go have all your people here at seven. And then, and then by the time it got to me, little old Lance Corporal Simpson, I, we'd be standing out there cold as shit at 5 a.m waiting for two and a half, three hours for the general to show up, thinking, why is this motherfucker late? He's not late. He's exactly here when he said he would be. It's just that we're all early. We're three hours early because someone is just afraid. Everyone is in the line is afraid. And it's like that, that's, it's it's just inefficient. You know, it's like, it's just, yeah. and, and, then, and the whole, the whole military operates that way. Look, when it come to killing shit, 
<laughs> I, I don't can't speak for everybody else, but the Marine Corps, they, we, they get that shit done. When it come to when it come to executing the plan, they get shit done. But when it come to everything else, it's a wash. It's like it's just it's some standing around, hurry up and wait. You hear it all the time, hurry up and wait. It's it's that. It's it's someone was afraid and they asked for something unnecessary just in case so they could cover their ass. You hear those statements all the time. I cover my ass. Just cover your ass, just in case. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what are they afraid of? They're afraid of just they're afraid the of, admiral shows up cause, and cause, peep and shit ain't right, ready. Well, you always hear those stories. It's like you know, it's like you've heard the 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 uh, the uh, you've heard people speak about that that experiment with the monkeys in the cage, where they where where they put a ladder in the cage with a bunch of monkeys and they and they um, and anytime one of them try to climb, they put a ladder in the cage and anytime one of them try to climb the ladder, they spray it with a hose. They sprayed all of them. If one of them tried to climb, they sprayed them all, and then oh, and then they take the hose away, and then whenever, no, was, whenever one of them goes up, they all beat they, the shit out of them. They all get right. They all beat the shit out of them. But they, but they, but one by one, they're pulling the monkeys out of the cage, and they're exchanging monkeys. But and before you know it, the cage is full of monkeys that have never been sprayed with a hose. Oh wow! But they'll still beat the shit out of whoever tries to go up the ladder. Oh wow! And that, that's what it is. It's there's some story or some person that you've heard of that got in trouble that some one in a thousand chance thing that might happen so just in case you know it's never happened to you you don't know the motherfucker right. that it happened to you don't even know a motherfucker that know a motherfucker that it happened to but just in case we're gonna do this unnecessary thing you know that that's why uh, one of my favorite i'm gonna look up the um the actual quote uh adam grant he's an organizational psychologist at wharton he wrote the book uh, Think Again. Think Again? Think Again. Uh, and he he said, too many people spend their lives being dutiful descendants instead of good ancestors. Ooh. That's cold. Yeah, that and that's what that's about, right? That's, that's people inheriting these. Because for those first monkeys who decided anytime any one of us goes up there, we're going to beat the crap out of them. They were doing the right thing because they were protecting themselves from that hose. Right. But then... Once they cycled them out, then that was just monkeys passing on the inherited, quote-unquote, wisdom that they had learned from their predecessors. Right. And it's like, and man, I know so many families that do that. They, too many people waste their lives being dutiful descendants instead of good ancestors. I like that because I, I man, I run into this so often or I meet people so often that, like, they, their only reason for doing things is tradition. Even yes. if they hurt, even if they don't make sense, even if they're harmful, they just do them as some kind of right, like duty to the past, mm-hmm. instead of trying to set an example for the future. And you know? and you know there there's something to be said. I'm not a big tradition guy, but there's something to be said for tradition. In terms of, you can argue that for any given tradition, there might have been some reason why that was the right thing to do in the past. But you're always running the risk that, well, maybe those conditions that made it the proper thing in the past no longer apply. No. Here's the thing. Tradition used to matter because there could only be one smart motherfucker or two. (laughs) When there wasn't... wasn't, We're all too busy farming. Yeah, when there wasn't mass education, there was one wise nigga that was like, I don't have time to explain the reasons to you, but but wash your hands. You know what I mean? Don't eat, you know, shellfish. I can't explain to you what trichinosis is, but it, just it, don't eat pork. Right, right. It was that. And, and, it's and, dirty. And, it's dirty. But, God put it in a sheet, and he now, said, don't eat this. It's like, now that we know better, because here's the thing. 
you know, and I don't, I don't really live by this, but I, it's an old saying that like, if you know better, you, you, you got to do better. What's the point of knowing better if you don't do better? You know what I'm saying? Bacon yeah. is great. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but, but no, bacon, I don't. Eat, I don't eat bacon. You do, what, 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 what does that mean? You don't. I, I don't eat. I don't eat pork. Oh, you don't, I don't eat pork. I don't eat. I don't eat any pork. I don't eat any. Uh, but you do. But 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 that's not the only kind of bacon. That's true. Well, what do you mean? Like there's beef bacon, there's turkey bacon, there's oh, I didn't know that bacon. Oh, but I thought that was just like, I thought bacon was a cut of pork, and then there are. It's kind of like saying uh, tofurkey, right? It's like it's like or like soy chicken or something like that. It's it's uh, no, it's it's no. designed to. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know that. No, I think it's just what, what, how the meat is. I don't know. I mean, beef bacon taste doesn't taste exactly like pork bacon, but it's goddamn good. Let's see, so is turkey bacon. It's really good. I used to eat. I used to for that salted cured. Yeah, I used to eat turkey bacon. I just don't eat anymore. Is it like religious thing or just health things? It's it's like a moral thing. Ethically, I just don't. I don't eat. Um, I don't. I try not to eat factory farm stuff, and that just what that ends up meaning though is that a lot of times it's just easier to cut out certain animals rather than try to figure out whether it's factory farmed or not. So, for instance, like pretty much all chicken is is factory farmed, mm. um, and even the stuff that isn't factory farmed chickens aren't treated very well in general so i just rather than have to hunt down oh did they rock this chicken to sleep at night <laughs> you know i just don't eat chicken it's just easier but i eat beef because cows tend to be treated pretty well even even in factory farming situations they're treated the best and also uh you can just get so much meat off of a cow that you're not killing you're not you're not raising a hundred chickens in terrible situ in in a terrible uh, oh, lifestyle. So, you're, so you're saying there's less, less there's, there's significantly less suffering involved yeah. with a cow because you get so much more out of a cow. Yes, and um, and, then, and then also just it, it's it's not ep- economically viable to keep cows in battery cages. You just you 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 it, it's a lot uh, more economically viable to um, raise them. Not, I'm not talking like open pasture type stuff because that's still expensive, but cows in general are not um, restricted in their movement in the same way like pigs and chickens and things are. Okay. Well, what about the what about the milk cows? Uh, I try that's to pretty brutal. For yeah, them. I try to eat as little dairy as possible. Um, a lot of people won't eat veal, but they don't understand that veal is a product of the dairy industry because in order to keep dairy cows producing, you you take away the the calves from them and you have to do something with them and they're not economically uh viable as like raising them to full size so that's where veal comes from so i do eat like cheese and things like that uh not every day i try to limit it it's not economically viable to raise a calf to full size yeah it has to do with i'm not an expert on this but uh, this is just from my research that i've done about um about the dairy industry itself is that the the dairy cows themselves are treated pretty poorly and um, in order to keep them producing you have to keep them breeding constantly and then take their calves away as soon as they're born oh so you say you can't raise every calf because it's exactly exactly that's what i'm saying so 
I guess I didn't think about it like that. I mean, I just don't eat dairy because I'm lactose intolerant. I try to avoid it my best. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are just lactose intolerant, and that, that answers the question for them. Yeah. You know, there's some people who are lactose intolerant and still, <laughs> still drink milk, and that's... I, I, I don't I understand don't, that, I don't but... I don't understand that at all. Uh, you want to do, uh, do some articles? First, I want to talk about Brittany, Brittany Renner. Brittany Renner? I mean, Brit- wait a minute. Brittany Ryan... Brittany... <laughs> Brittany... Brittany Grinder. Brittany Griner. I said Brittany Renner. Brittany Griner. The the basketball player. Yeah. Even though I do think Brittany Renner might be able to help Brittany Griner. Who's Brittany Renner? Brittany Renner was the woman that was made famous uh, about six or seven months ago because, I mean, she was basically like the poster child for gold diggers. Um, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And Get she, that bad girl. She... Get, she went to she got a she got with a young she started dating a young PJ Washington who's an NBA when he was in college and then when she got pregnant she's the Hornets I don't remember who he plays for I don't think he I don't even know no but but he, when she got pregnant she divorced him and then all these rumors swirled about her being a gold digger because there was an old video of her like basically telling you know telling women like this is how you get the bag you get an athlete because they're dumb and this and this and that. So they people framed it like she was using him for his money. I don't know how much truth there is to that. I mean, she does I, have a great ass. No, she no, she's 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 sexy and all that. But 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 but, you know, I've seen the way they cut videos to have her come off in a certain light. But then I've also seen her being interviewed and having decent ex explanations for what's going on, alternate explanations for what's going on. So I don't know, man. I, I don't care that much. I mean, that, that's just somebody with a baby to me. I mean. Well, okay. So well, let's talk about Brittany Griner. So she's a WNBA star. She's a WNBA star. She is the WNBA star. I mean, she's one of the most famous female basketball players for sure. I think she was second in MVP voting um, uh, this year. She's the center for the Phoenix Mercury. Yes, and um, and she's also, I think, famous for being the first uh, woman to dunk in an NBA game, WNBA game, I think. Okay. Um, I might be wrong about that one. But she was arrested in Russia for going through security with hashish oil, which is fucking stupid. But at the same time, it's like no one is talking about this. The sports world isn't talking about it. She's in Russia right now in jail. That's absurd. And today, you know, and it's like, I, I'm today. I'm hearing about Jerry Jones's secret baby mama, <laughs> and not anything about Brittany, Brittany Griner. So I don't know if they. I don't know if it's that because she's a woman, or she's a black woman, or because her sport isn't. I mean, because to be fair, the sports pundits don't talk about the WNBA at all, right? Like ESPN. I don't, they don't do highlights. No, they don't talk about nothing. Like, like they, they might put them in like a, if if like something particularly badass happens, they may be in like a top ten list or something like that of like things that happen in sports today. But they'll do that with any sport. They'll show you a little league baseball home run right. in the top ten thing. But I mean, they don't regularly, or even I wouldn't even say frequently, or even even whatever's less than frequently. They very rarely... Intermittently. Yeah, they don't even intermittently talk about the WNBA. So, I guess the criticism is like... I mean, but but it's still weird that 
you know, the number two person in the WNBA, and some people would argue that she's number one, isn't even... Do, do, you, do you think that... So let's take a step back. Why do you think she was detained in Russia? I mean, obviously it is illegal to, yeah. to carry hash through... Uh, hash oil through Russia, but do you think Russia is trying is being harsher with her for a political purpose, or do you think this is just what they do? And it's it's it's. At, I mean, I'm reading a New York Times article here. Uh, it's uh, from March 5th. Uh, Michael Crawley and Jonathan Abrams, Brittany Griner, star WNBA center, is detained in Russia. So this is just when it happened, obviously. But right. Um. So people are talking about it. I don't know how many people get detained for hash oil on a given day. Yeah, I think I think most people most people know better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Why, yeah, that's my question of like, like, why do did you bring it? Why do why do basketball stars get caught with weed at the airport all the time? Well, like, can't you just get weed wherever you you're going? To, you don't have to be smart to be good at basketball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It helps. But you don't have to. You don't have to be working with a full deck to be a good, a, a great athlete. A lot of them aren't that smart, but some of them are very smart. But it's like, I was an accidental uh, drug uh, smuggler one time. Uh, what? Yeah, I had a I had a cartridge, I had a vape cartridge, in my backpack one time, and flew from California to New York. This is before New York uh, had any legal weed, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I found it when I was like unpacking in New York, so accidental drug smuggler. Uh, but that's but the thing is, you can uh, they don't care what you bring in. They can't catch you. Like it's le- it's perfectly legal for you to fly out of California with, with any with anything that's legal in California. That's actually not true. Although they don't really give a fuck. Well, there's no way for them to catch you. They don't search you on, on, on at your destination unless unless you come international. You know what I mean? No, no. no but what I'm saying though is that. Uh, and they have signs all over, like LAX, for instance. If you go to LAX and you have, you'll you'll see signs that have little marijuana leaves on them, and they're saying like, "Hey, look." Basically, we know that it's legal here, but when you go to the airport, it's federal law that applies, and it's a controlled substance under federal law. So you are not allowed. You're technically yeah. not allowed to fly with. Now, people do it all the time because they're looking for bombs. They're not looking for somebody who has a weed pen. Yeah, but at the same time, you, they can't stop you from leaving LA with whatever you want. Because I mean, if, if if they have federal agents there, you yeah. know, maybe. But they're at, the only place you get searched at the airport is the TSA, and they ain't looking for drugs. That's correct. So it's like, what are they going? How are they going to possibly enforce that? Like, and some people have a medical reason for having it. So they're not. So even if they caught you, they're not going to take it. No, I know. Right. So it's like they. So it's like you can leave wherever you want. But now coming back, that's a whole other story. I would never bring. I would never bring drugs back. Actually, that's not even true because. They don't even even places where it's not legal. They don't even care. No, they really don't. No, they, if they would have stopped you for, don't get me wrong. Like if they caught you with maybe some hard drugs, they might yeah. make a big deal about it. But if they caught you with some weed in like let's say Wisconsin, sure, they it's like it would cost them more trouble than it's worth to try to do something about it. You if we get dismissed, it'll be a complete waste of time. You know what I mean? They trying to they because those guys are like don't be wrong. They don't want to do that paperwork. When I go to like like when I was in Billings, Montana, it's it's weird. The small airports that are in the middle of nowhere, those are the ones you got to worry about because those dudes, to them, the TSA in Montana is like 
to them it's like that's law enforcement. It's like they looking for the big bust. They they're they're the, what makes their dick hard is they want to catch a terrorist. Well, that's those guys that that post on like social media with the big bust yeah. they got, and they got like two things of Pampers and then like a dime bag. Yeah. And like, like and like a hundred dollars in singles, like, you know, like bro, look at this insane I, bust. When I went, to, so when I did, I did the Big Sky Festival like years ago, and I never forget coming by this one TSA agent, and it was like, it, it's like when you go to those places where it's like they have the same machines that everywhere else got, but they they seem to find all kind of fishy, suspicious shit. Like they, they you know, it's like they got now they got they, you know they got a wipe behind your knee and. Shit like that. For it's like they got they take it to the extra level. I see them take people's you know makeup, lotion, you know shit that ain't it ain't hurt, hurt nobody. It's lotion, you know. Right. Exactly. It's like yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I just again. Well, goes so, back. so so Griner. So Griner. Griner is in. Um, she's in custody, and no one. They like they ain't even talking about what they're doing about it. Yeah, they're just like. Okay, well, she's just there until they decided to let her go, I, I think, guess. I think Russia was like probably just like, yo, this is leverage. Yeah. But I think but I also think again going to Vladimir Americans have to care about the WNBA though for that to Right. I think Vladimir Putin, this is another strategic thing where he's fucked up because he's grossly overestimated how much America cares about the WNBA, cares about black women. Okay, well cares about women and then cares about black women. You know what I mean? It's like the I don't think the State Department is over there even negotiating or even I don't even know if Joe Biden even knows. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, I heard it mentioned once. No one's talking about it on the news. There's no protest. There's no nothing. She just I heard way more about uh, uh, Djokovic than I. Than, yeah. Than... You, is this the first time you're hearing of Brittany Griner being over there? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's insane. But that's that's all I wanted to bring up. It's uh, but. What well, isn't what isn't the sports news and will probably be talked about for the next fucking six months is that Jerry Jones has an illegitimate or I guess legitimate I don't know which what makes a child illegitimate not out of out of wedlock, uh, out of wedlock. yeah so he has an illegitimate child and they aren't clear I mean it's it, it's one of those articles you ever read one of those articles that seems like it's giving details but then when you get to the head you realize the head didn't really tell you anything yeah I, I'm no more intelligent or knowledgeable or informed after yeah, having read this yeah. article it, well that's what it was it was like I'm, in, I'm I'm informed but I'm not knowledgeable because you didn't explain anything it's like so he so apparently he got a girl pregnant he got a woman pregnant like a, a an airport desk counter person pregnant years and years ago decades ago and he gave her hush money. He made her sign a contract saying, you know, basically that she would keep it a secret and he would set up a trust for her and the daughter. And as long as it was a secret, he would keep putting money in the account. Right. Wow. And now the daughter's grown and she filed a lawsuit saying that like she wants to be lifted from under the NDA. But I don't what I don't understand is she says that she, you know, that this was when she was one years old and I'm, positive that a child a one-year-old especially can't sign a contract i'm positive that a parent can't sign a contract for you and because it, it's, it's the same reason why um you know so so sometimes you know how like like a let's say a lesbian couple wants to have a baby right and you're a friend that they love and trust and they want to use your sperm right and they say well here's a contract saying that you know we'll never you know you'll never have to pay child support or be responsible in any way for this child. Right. Well, that contract is bullshit because you can't sign away another person's rights. 
because the, the, the child support is the right of the child. It's not for it's not hers. So she can't tell you my child will never. Right. Right. And so I, I mean, know, you're, you're giving up parental rights. So you, get, you can sign away your parental rights, but you, that is different from that is a separate issue yeah. from you, any and you child have, support right. rights. You, and you have to go have. to court to do that. You, yeah. you can't sign away your parental rights to them. You have to right. go to court and to say to the state, correct? Right, but also she can't tell you that you never have to pay child support. Like the child could turn right. eighteen and still sue you. They could change their mind five years later and take you to court. So my point is, I know that you can't sign an NDA for a one year old, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But but <clears throat> you can't. She is effectively under an NDA because she has a trust fund that will stop. If she tells a secret, I would love to see the formation documents for I, this trust fund. Tr- How yeah. do you even write such a thing? But you can write a trust fund for anything. Well, but you, you actually can't. No, that, like there are some. There are some. Uh, when I took the bar, I had to study up on. I mean, this is a, that was a long time ago that I've done anything with uh, trusts and estates, but um, there are limitations on what you are allowed to write into a trust and how you're allowed to form them because trusts are fundamentally a tax shelter. And so government wants to control exactly what you can do with them. Mm. But you can set the conditions for the dispensement of the money. Yes, right? you can. That's, you can. That, and I'm sure there are limits to that as well. Yes. But, but it's very broad. It is right? very broad. Like you it can is say, very broad. This person can't have money until they're 60. This person can't have money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what it is. Like, your, your ability to control the timing and the amounts of the disbursements is pretty yeah. much carte blanche. So I'm, so I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can, you can definitely say the dispensement of this money is contingent upon the... Uh, adhering to this non-disclosure yes so uh, now maybe the non-disclosure agreement can be attacked but but here's what here's what i don't get so so she filed this lawsuit and then it was posted publicly because all lawsuits are and then once the article was out the judge made it sealed it but doesn't that make it all moot i mean by filing the lawsuit and having it be public anyway, you've already violated the NDA. So how can you file a lawsuit to release you from the NDA if you if by filing if filing the lawsuit violates the NDA in the first place? I'm not sure here. I'm trying to get into this stupid story, but everything, of course, has. It's a, it's no, a... I'm not going to pay for the Dallas News. Mm-hmm. Come on. And man. here's the other thing: What is she suing him for? Is she suing him for money or just to be released from yeah, the that's NBA? What I'm to, that's what I'm trying to find out. Um, it's um, because Cynthia. I mean, look, if my father didn't want to be in my life but was going to give me money for the rest of my life, I would be okay with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you never knew this motherfucker anyway. All right, here we go. This is let's see. This is oh, let's do the Guardian. The Guardian would be fine. Um. The, the uh, so the woman's name is Alexandra Davis. That's the daughter. Her right. mother is Cynthia Davis. Both Alexandra and Cynthia starred in the final season of a Dallas area reality show called Big Rich Texas. Um, See, I did not know that. That's a little detail. Yes. Uh, Jones has been in contact with Cynthia. This is from the this is from the the Guardian. 
uh, newspaper, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, target of lawsuit over alleged secret daughter. This was published on, on the 10th of March, 2022. Oops. So he's been in contact. So so here here's, here's, here's what I think is happening. I think um, what... So there's not gonna, they're not going to be hearing until the 31st of March, but um, she seems to be suing him to <laughs> be able to publicly say that that's his that that's her father because part of the deal that uh, that Cynthia Davis the mother signed with Jerry Jones was that. She listed her daughter's father as basically like eh, it's nobody, um, and and basically like left it blank. So right? she's dumb. She thinks that she's going to make more money from this TV show, yeah, than from being the daughter of Jerry Jones. Well, she thinks that I think I I would not be surprised if the goal here was she calls up Jerry Jones or his representatives and says, hey. I need more money than what you're giving me because he she was supposed to get lump sums at like 24, 26 and 28. And she's 25 now, I think. And I think she might have been trying to get more money. You dumb Adam. as hell. You dumb as hell, bitch. <laughs> because listen, your father is 79 years old. You got one lump sum coming. Then you could publicly say you Jerry Jones' daughter after he die and sue for part of the estate. He's a billionaire. You dumb as shit. I know. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Come on. I would all I that's that's that would have been my deal. I'm like, hey, listen. People get greedy, man. You, you, I'm telling you, when the opportunity, bro, and you don't even know, like you cannot tell. No matter how much you think you know somebody, when it's a when it's a chance, when it when there's a life changing sum of money involved, and I mean that I mean that one way or the other. I mean when a when a poor person sees enough money where they can jump up to the next level, yeah. or when a rich person thinks they're gonna lose enough money where they're gonna fall down to a level they ain't never been, it it brings the worst out of people. It will make people behave in ways that are illogical, unethical, that are contrary to their character, and all of that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, I'm, and, 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 man, it could be your kids, your siblings, your mama, your wife, your best friend, your surgeon. It, it could be any motherfucker body. It could be the Pope, a priest. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it's, it, no one's exempt from the fucking, I forget what it was, but you know how, like, those, like, uh, old, like, um, Hanna Barbera cartoon characters, they would get, like, fucking money signs in their eyes and fuck it get, it's, it's like intoxicating yeah and so it's like yeah sometimes man people just leave their logic at the door it's like somebody giving you money for life and you still got one more coming one more lump sum just two more this is be 26 and 28 oh and so she wants more money and she, so and, and I think also the reality show is because she because she's not getting I think he gave her mother three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. I think like it was three hundred seventy five thousand, according to the. Um, yeah, but that was that's yeah. in, that's in addition to the trust. Yeah, but that was in nineteen ninety six. Okay, right. So, so number one, more money, but also that was a while ago. I mean, who knows? Who knows if, what he's given her since? Yes, and and where that money went. And so they're trying to be on this reality show about rich Texans. Yeah. So, so they're rich. They 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 definitely got more than 
then a, a, a little over a quarter million dollars. Oh yeah, they're not they're not hurting. Okay, right. So, but she wants to be able to say she's his daughter. That's maybe it's part of her deal with the show of like, well, I mean, you're a rich Texan, but are you a no? Are you a Texan of note? You know, and she thinks that this reality show, it's like. It's like you're so short-sighted. It might not even be just a reality show. There's a lot of people who are on these reality shows and they're sort of reality, or they're like serial reality competitors. So they right. show up on The Bachelor, they show up on, not Love is Blind, but you know, whatever, oh, right. you know, uh, 90 like, Day Fiance, et cetera. They do multiple ones. And it. she might think that, well, I mean, obviously we're talking about her because she came out with the... The fact that she's Jerry Jones's daughter. That's so crazy. But it's like hookers that rob their clients. You know what I mean? You're already getting paid. You're already getting paid, and in the future you'll get paid. Yeah. But but you but you're gonna steal a watch. So never you, never underestimate the power of greed to fuck up a sure thing. That's true, man. People, yeah, because th- that's all this is. That's all this is. Mm. Poor gal. But you know Jerry Jones gonna win. Come on! You can't. You're not going to out lawyer. He owns Texas. You you think you're gonna you think you're gonna you think you're gonna beat Jerry Jones in a civil suit in the state of Texas? Uh, she is all. What's, what's also interesting about this is she is an aide for the U.S. Congressman Ronnie Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ronnie Jackson ain't got shit on Jerry Jones, though. No, no, no. Of course not. And here's the other thing: you've just made your father your enemy. Because you've already violated. The thing he didn't want people to know was that he had a daughter. He did not want people to know that he was your father. And and so the lawsuit is pointless. Because no matter how it turns out, you've already done that. Right. You've already well, publicly announced that he's your dad. Well, what if... What if he's not your dad? Oh, that would what, be... What, what if it was just a chance he was your dad? And he was like, look, bitch, I'll take care of you. Just keep this shit to yourself. And now, it get to court, and there's a DNA test, and he ain't your father. Ooh, bitch. <laughs> That's what I hope happened. I want that to be the outcome of this. Uh, <laughs> the only And only because it's it's more entertaining to me. It's it's more entertaining to me. Uh, she just finds some dude from Foot Locker is her dad. Yes, yes, yes. All right, all right. Give me, her, give me. Her, her mom was a, was a, uh, a, a, a ticket... Um, what do you call it? Yeah, at Delta. At Delta. Yeah, she operated yeah. a ticket. The ticket <laughs> counter. Bitch. You, your mama went from because because I get it because because you know because I, I saw this on I think it was Facebook, um, which I never on. It's like I just I open Facebook every now and then and I opened it. This was the first thing I saw, and I and I and there were people in the comments talking about. Well, she just wants a dad in her life. No, that's not what the fuck Bullshit. she wants. No, come on. Your mama. She could have her dad in her life if she kept her mouth shut yeah, and she was like, "Hey, quiet. I want to be, I want to be a part of your life." But you know, I, I, I I'll, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put your business in the streets. Like, Yo, I be, yeah, or just ask him for like, "Hey, dad, listen. First of all, I need box seats. I need box seats to the Cowboys games. You know what I'm saying? I need concierge service, and I need you to cut me into the wheel, and we can renegotiate, and, and I'll resign the NDA today." He's worth eleven billion dollars. Some people just this entitled. And the thing is, he don't owe you shit. You grown. He yeah. don't owe you anything. You're an adult. He's been taking care of you your whole life. Your mama went from being a fucking counter person at Delta to being big and rich in Texas. To, to qualifying to being on rich Texans or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, you, but what, what is it that you don't get about about 
the position that you're in. It's like you're rich for no reason. You didn't earn anything you have. I mean, okay, that's not fair to say. You did not do anything to become rich. You were born rich because your mama kept her motherfucking mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, your mama kept her mouth shut for as long as you've been alive. So that, you could, so that you could be rich. And now you're trying to, because this is a problem that a lot of, um, that a lot of rich kids have. Um, and, it's, and, you know, it's no fault of their own. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. But a lot of rich kids that I've, all, most of the rich kids that I've met in my life, they're very, there's an insecurity there that they haven't earned things. A lot of them have that this attitude of like, I have to show people that I've got this on my own, that I, I, I'm also, you know, I'm not just some kid that has money. I want to I wanna start a company. I want to do something to make it so that I get my own worth, so that, I'm not, so that I'm not just Jerry Jones's kid. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And, and a lot of them will, f- will fumble the bag for this very reason. It's like they want, they so want something that's just their own to like step outside the shadow of their parents. So I get that thing of like, I'm, not only am I a rich kid, but I'm a secret rich kid. Mm, and mm-hmm. and my insecurity is that I want to, because because you ever you ever hear that saying about like how rich kids are like they're born on third base and they think they hit a home run, right? Yeah, it's that. It's like she is convinced that she's actually talented and actually, you know, and she would have been rich anyway. She would have gotten rich anyway if, if Jerry Jones hadn't even set up that trust fund. She would still have achieved. And she wants so she wants her own shit so she can. Show the world. But even if even if she were intelligent, talented, skilled, hardworking, etc., then that would just be more reason why she doesn't need to come out with the fact that Jerry Jones is her dad. And, and apparently, and listen, you know what? I, Take I'm, that trust fund money and turn that into yeah, the next flip billion it. dollar company. I, I am not suggesting that because because they they mentioned in the article I read that she did great in school or whatever. And it's okay, like, great. Listen, that don't make that don't mean you're not a fool. I know plenty of educated fools, you know, it's, it's weird to me that in in our society, we see college, a college degree as a sign of intelligence when, when everyone that's went, because the people that went to college do people that people that went and didn't go all see a college degree as as a sign of intelligence, even though everyone that's been to college has gone to college with fucking idiots. Yes. That graduated. Yes. That went on to master's programs and doctorate programs. It's dumbass doctors out there. What you know? do you what do you what do you call the the person who graduates with the lowest grade from medical school? Doctor. Yes. Exactly. So I you know, so maybe she's an idiot, maybe she isn't. But she damn sure a fool. You a damn fool, lady. I I wish you the best. I know you're not gonna win. I don't know <laughs> if I'm rooting for you to win or not. No, I already know. I know what my I want. My, I want the outcome to be <laughs> that he's not your dad. It what is, you want, Maury Povich to come out and just be like, "You are ooh, not the father." Boy. I mean, that would just be the most, you know. Put I, it up on that jumbotron at yeah. Cowboy Stadium. Mm. All right, we're running out of time for articles. Let's do one before we get out. You want to do one more? Uh, let's do a science one. Oh yeah, I like that. Uh, you want to do spiders or lasers? Is the spider one positive or negative towards spiders? It's positive. 
It's Fuck, it's no. it's about how cool they are. Fuck spiders, no. Okay, Let's lasers. Do lasers, yeah. All right, so this is no. Let's a, do spiders. Fuck it. I'm gonna face my fears. I hate right. these motherfuckers. All right, <laughs> let's go. So this is an article uh, called "Airborne Spiders Drift on Multiple Silk Threads." This is from uh, the journal, the APS Physics Journal. Airborne uh, spiders? What that mean? They fly? They got wings? Oh yeah, no, they don't have wings. But they, oh, they do. Glide. Yeah, what what they do is they um, uh, they they express webs that in single strands and then uh, they do that multiple times and they basically get um, if you imagine like a whisk that you cut the end of it so it kind of splays out uh, like a like multiple threads with one origin point mm-hmm. and those trail out in the wind and then they fly up into the air and they can travel miles so they basically create a parachute it's a, it's kind of like a parachute, but in, instead of a parachute that is like kind of shaped like a cup and grabs the air, the threads, the, the gossamer threads of their webs spread out and uh, they uh, generate an elect, they or they absorb an electrical charge, and then the Earth's magnetic field pulls the thread, and if they expel enough of these threads, it actually pulls the spider off the ground and they go flying through the air. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. This is this, so. What? So what's going? What, it says. It says. Are they it says. Dying? Tell me they dying off or something. No. Uh, for a long time, scientists did not understand how this was possible because the math didn't seem to work out. They weren't sure whether this was an electrostatic effect or whether this was um, a uh, uh, the. It would be like a long thread that would get pulled by the air currents. And that the air currents would lift up the thread and then therefore lift up the spider. What they uh, realized was that all the experiments they had done to determine what sort of, you know, forces they were working with, the the order of magnitude of these forces, they were using single threads. Um, And what they found out is that there's actually a multiplier effect when you have multiple threads. Because the threads, because of their charge, they spread out from one another. And so they're almost like a cone shape. And that combined with the Earth's magnetic field can actually pull the spider off the ground. It says here, uh, some spiders can float and drift like a balloon with lift provided by electrostatic forces or air currents or both. Now researchers have simulated the process at a new level of detail and have shown the importance of the spatial arrangement of the threads that the spider emits and uses to fly. Let's do lasers. (laughs) Let's do lasers. Yeah, fuck this. All right. Uh, This is an article from Vice Motherboard. Um, Company plans to dig world's deepest hole to unleash boundless energy. So this is a geothermal startup called Quays Energy, Q-U-A-I-S-E. And they have raised uh, just recently $40 million, but that brings their total to $63 million in funding to uh, dig a... 12 mile deep hole into the earth which would shatter the record which right now is about seven and a half miles uh, and they use something called gyrotron wait a minute, how, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, so I'm confused because I thought that we were pretty much at the limit of how deep we could go because it starts getting so hot that we that every laser I mean every drill bit melts and they don't use drill bits they use lasers. They use lasers. They well, they use something called gyrotron technology, which is a vacuum tube that emits uh, millimeter wave light beams 
that actually melt rock. And once they drill deep enough, then they can pump water into the hole, and it's so hot down there that it um, it instantly converts the water into plasma. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. And that goes deeper. What was that? No, then that expels out of it, and then they use that to power turbines, essentially. Very high-tech turbines. So it's, it's, so geothermal, the geothermal tunnel is actually a way to produce hydrothermal uh, energy. Because you, because ba- you, because you won't even get it deep enough for it to convert to plasma. It'll be vaporized before it even gets close because there's so much heat coming out of this hole. Okay. And then that powers turbines. And what they are uh, planning to do is because one of the biggest problems with geothermal is that there's only certain places where you can do it. Right. They are working on the gyrotronic technology already exists, but they are working on ways to convert coal plants. So that you can basically drop one of these wells anywhere on the planet, and they can convert the coal plants to operate it and harness the energy that's produced by it. Where are they getting the water from? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, you, I, guess, I guess there's water. I mean, you, you you would still be able to recapture it, you know. Recapture the water. Recapture the water. That's what they do with nuclear power plants. It's a It's a closed system. Because in a nuclear power plant, the rods go into the water, and that that creates the steam. But then the steam condenses after it powers the turbine and funnels back into it. So it's a it's a completely closed system. So I imagine you would use the same thing for a uh, one of these um, geothermal drop wells. Okay, so here's my here's my next question: Is it? I forget the term that I'm looking for. It, is it? Are they? Obviously, they they probably haven't yet. But are they getting more power out? And they're putting in. Uh, yes, yes, they are, because it takes a lot of energy to drill the hole. Well, I say drill to create the hole using the lasers. Uh, but once it is built, it's very low energy to maintain it. Oh, so okay, so that's okay. So I misunderstood. I thought the la- the the millimeter wave lasers were constantly having to beam into the hole. But you're saying just from the depth. It's so hot that it vaporizes the water. So there's no so there's no need for right. fire or coal to to turn the water to steam. Right. The 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 problem excuse me. The limitation that they are fixing is what you were talking about, which is once you get deep enough you basically are so hot that you're that you can't drill further because it it weakens and softens and eventually melts and destroys the drills that you would use and it's very difficult to get the get the the physical material out and everything it's just you can only dig so deep with drills right, right? right. but with the lasers you're basically able to vaporize the rock itself to create a well a very small well that is like a release valve for all the heat that is 12 miles down through the crust. Okay, so the earth is doing all the work. The earth is doing all the work. Once you puncture... Man, that's fucking brilliant. It's that crazy. Be, that's the future. It's gotta be. I mean, if it works... Dude, how do I invest in these motherfuckers? This is the future, motherfuckers. <laughs> that's... that's it's, it is effectively free power. I mean, all of the... All of the costs will go into, obviously, maintenance, but but just getting water into the hole. Yeah. And I think we're pretty good at that. Yeah. Pouring water in holes. I mean, 
you don't even need a a high school diploma. Yeah, I wish they had more. I wish they had more information about the size because they're talking about these millimeter wave lasers, and that's what they used to cut it. But I don't know how big the hole is. I don't know what the diameter of the hole is that they eventually create that they're getting the energy from. I'm not sure about that. But I mean, it's it's essentially you know it's it's practic- practically a limitless amount of heat energy coming from the center well, of the earth. Well, they may have to start the hole with a traditional drill, and then oh, I'm sure there's a multi-stage process. Otherwise, they wouldn't need you know if it was just this uh, gyrotron technology, then that already exists, then I'm sure we would already be doing it. Uh, they obviously need the money to develop some sort of bootstrapping technology to dig the first stage and then bring that into the second stage and so on. Okay. Yeah, I'm for it. I'm for this. I want to find out how to invest in that company. Quaze Energy. Mm-hmm. Q-U-A-I-S-E. Um, yeah, because that's, that's easily going to be... Because it's safer than nuclear. Even though I guess that is relatively safe. But this has no chance of a meltdown or... I mean, I guess what it really boil down to is how much energy they can generate. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have to be able to match or exceed. Nuclear. This is saying, let's see, this is according to nuclear. Iraq. Um, let's see. It says, the company says that this will allow it to drill boreholes far deeper than has ever previously been possible, going down far enough to access rock temperatures around 500 degrees Celsius, which is 932 degrees Fahrenheit. That's well past the point where water becomes heated to a, quote, supercritical state that radically boosts the efficiency of geothermal power extraction. The end result is a massive, virtually inexhaustible geothermal energy resource that will become practically... You know what this means, means, Rob? We're going to be fucking rich. 